And now, from the Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia Studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio, on location at Poplar Grove Winery on the Naramata Bench. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia, and thanks for listening wherever you are across the province today on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. We're on location at Poplar Grove Winery on the Naramata Bench, and our first guest is Paige Schultz. She's the Marketing and Member Services Manager for Travel Penticton, and she's here to talk about their new focus on sustainable tourism. Paige, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. You have uh, maybe one of the toughest jobs in BC this summer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Everybody and his dog wants to come uh, visit uh, rural BC, or not rural, but I guess the interior. Uh, are you ready for them? Yes, of course. Mm. Okay, well, let's talk about uh, the focus. You have a, a focus now on sustainability and green things. What's happening in Penticton? Yeah, of course. So um, our fuel-free almost philosophy is a focus on sustainable and responsible tourism and travel. Yeah. Uh, we understand that climate change affects the way we travel, affects agriculture, including our orchards, vineyards. So this is how we do our part to affect climate change in a positive way by promoting sustainable travel with the ways that you can visit Penticton without fuel and yeah. choosing local options for dining, wine, and more. So what does that mean? A lot of biking? Yeah. So we encourage your visitors once they get here to park the car and discover Penticton in a fuel-free manner. So Penticton is uniquely set up between two lakes, and it's only seven kilometers from lake to lake. So it's very easy to explore the city by foot, pedal, or paddle. Mm-hmm. And then the almost part of our fuel-free almost um, is in reference to the activities that will require fuel, such as a shuttle or a wine tour. Um, so activities you can get out on Skaha Lake or Okanagan Lake on a kayak or stand-up paddleboard, uh, walk through the downtown core and Saturday markets, or rent a bike and explore the area, venture out on the Kettle Valley Rail or KVR Trail, working up an appetite for a local meal, which can be further focused on sustainability with our farm-to-table options here. Yeah, very clever, uh, walking and paddling, hiking. Uh, well, we were, in, we were downtown yesterday at the market, uh, which is a great uh, activity that people go to on Saturday mornings. It's a fantastic market. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, like, probably one of the best in British Columbia, I would guess. Yeah, definitely it is. And uh, and also a great way to discover what's going on locally, what what's fresh, and, and uh, p- probably you'll see the same kind of foods in restaurants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, lots of the uh, chefs, they'll, they'll go to the farmer's market and pick up some of their, their produce for the meals for the week. Yeah. Well, we're at Poplar Grove today, so it's a good example of the KVR trail that, uh, that runs through here. Uh, people can drop off. At, uh, we also have uh, the Maple Leaf Spirits on today, so you can, t- you can just jump off the trail and visit the wineries or, or distillery uh, while you're still walking. Stay yeah. in shape, I think. Yeah, exactly. You're trying to get us all in shape is really what you're trying to do, <laughs> I think. Yeah, just focusing on you know physical activity and staying healthy. Yeah. Uh, well, what do you like about Penticton yourself? Like, when you do, you ever have spare time to explore Penticton? Or yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love exploring on the the KBR Trail and and different trails in the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, a lot of people go to wineries. Uh, think about wineries first, but there's many other things to do now. Uh, what are some of the other activities that people can pursue as well as visiting wineries? Yeah, we have uh, a great culinary scene, Um, so uh, food and and wine uh, is definitely one of the main things, exploring the trails, um, 
you know, going on bike tours, even exploring the nearby communities. A lot of people will tour up to Naramata or, you know, down to Oliver, Soyuz, right. to Summerland. Right. So even just if they're staying in Penticton, exploring the nearby areas. And you've been named, I believe that you've been named uh, the brewery capital of uh, Canada or the, the craft brewer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, com- they're springing up everywhere. Yeah. We now have eight breweries in Penticton. Wow. Wow. That must make uh, beer people happy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that idea. Now, you know, we're we're just approaching Canada Day. You know, it's warm. It, it's summer. People are excited. But uh, what about uh, the fall and the winter? What can what can happen here in Penticton? Because there's a lot of other things going on. Yeah, definitely. So we, I mean, we're known as a summer destination, but we're we're definitely uh, perfect to visit year round. So. We have favorable spring and fall weather, so you can take that early spring road trip visiting our, you know, Penticton Farmer's Market, or a fall road trip, you can explore the harvest. Um, for those looking to do inter- endurance training for events such as Ironman or the Okanagan Grand Fondo, you right. can train early in the spring through to late in the fall, thanks to our mods climate. Yep. Uh, in the fall, we have our annual Penticton Beer Week and BC Bike Race. And then there's, you know, downhill and country, cross-country skiing, snowshoeing, skating, and hockey in the winter. So throughout the year, there's, you know, tons of yeah. activities going on. You can enjoy our cuisine, wineries, breweries, cideries, um, along with outdoor adventures, arts and culture, festivals, and just so much more mm. in Penticton. So you, have you seen an uptick in people in the winter now since, uh, well, since the pandemic? It seems like more people were around. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and more restaurants opening and staying open o- over the winter period. Yeah, yeah, we're seeing a lot of uh, new places pop up and, and people just extending their hours yeah. throughout the winter. Are you allowed to say what some of your favorite restaurants are, or you, do you have to be neutral? Um, I mean, there's just so many. It's hard to pick a favorite. Well, we have we have Alma on today. How about that? Uh, that's pretty interesting to have a, a restaurant making Turkish food in uh, in Penticton. Yeah. They seem to be doing well. Yeah, they're doing really well, and they're you know in a perfect location. They're right on Okanagan Lake, so you know you can take a stroll along the boardwalk on Okanagan Lake, and then stop in there for yeah. for a delicious meal. Well, I complimented you earlier on your website. You have a, a, a great way for people to plan a trip. Tell us just a little bit about. Where where they can go to get the info for all of these things in Penticton. Yeah, absolutely. So planning a trip to Penticton is um, easy on our website. It's www.visitpenticton.com. Mm-hmm. So there's information on how to get here, uh, as we are just a four-hour drive from Vancouver, which, um, again, focusing on the fuel-free, if you know you have an electric vehicle, there's charging stations along highways 1, 3, 5, and 97. Mm-hmm. And then our website also offers information on accommodations, activities, events, food and drink and everything else you need to know about Penticton and what to do when you get here. Pack the car and uh, get going, folks, or, yeah. <laughs> uh, or or cycle up. It'd be a bit of a cycle from Vancouver, but uh, it's nice here. Uh, I, I see so many more people cycling, and I noticed since the pandemic that you have uh, dedicated cycle lanes now in, in town. Yes, we do. Yeah, so we have our, our lake-to-lake uh uh, bike route and actually one of our other guests on the show today time winery they are located right downtown right off of that bike right route. on that lake you have one other interesting uh uh 
how would I say, transportation corridor between the two lakes that is famous. Should we mention that before we go? Oh, yes. So the uh, Penticton Channel is yeah. definitely a, a favorite activity in the summer here. You can float between the two lakes. Uh, it's a lot of fun, folks. Yeah. Paige, thanks so much for joining us today. Great yeah. to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. Kick off the show. Paige Schultz is the Marketing and Member Services Manager for Travel Penticton. We're coming to you from Poplar Grove Winery on the Naramata Bench. Up next... Poplar Grove owner Tony Haller and food and beverage manager Michael Siff join us. If you miss any of our shows, you'll find us anytime all across the major podcast platforms, including Google, Apple, Spotify, iHeart. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, and I'm Anthony Gismondi. There's lots more still ahead. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. BC VQA Wine, a reflection of our land and the exceptional folks that craft every bottle. Save on Foods is proud to offer the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines all in one place, plus an extensive collection of BC's most popular ciders. And with their everyday customer discount program, you'll get 10% off any four bottles or select 12 bottles and save an additional $12. Wines of British Columbia at Save on Foods. Find your nearest store at saveonfoods.com. Penticton, the hub of the South Okanagan, a place where you can take your time to enjoy our beautiful weather and perfect patio season. Visit almost 100 area wineries, cideries and distilleries, eight craft breweries and world-class locally sourced restaurants too. It's the perfect destination for a relaxing getaway. But before you go, make sure to check the website for information on wine tours, tasting room and restaurant hours, or for more trip inspiration. Go to visitpenticton.com. Refreshing, relaxing, romantic. Get away to Therapy Vineyards and stay at their modern, comfortable, and spacious boutique inn. Experience your moment of awe from the balcony of your room while taking in the panoramic views of the vineyards and Okanagan Lake. Capture the essence of the grape-growing season while luxuriating at your home base for wine tours. Oh, and did we mention award-winning wines? Book your relaxing retreat or perfect couples getaway today at therapyvineyards.com. Lively, delicious, and totally alcohol-free. Introducing Piquet Zero from Benjamin Bridge, a creative and unprecedented wine-style beverage. Discover the unique deliciousness of this new sensory experience. Golden sapphire in color with a blonde hue. The nose features zesty suggestions of key lime, blood orange peel, and lemon preserve with a balancing texture of tart cherries. And best of all, Piquet Zero is absolutely alcohol-free. For details, visit softcrush.ca. From the Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia Studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. On location on the Naramata Bench at Poplar Grove Winery. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia. We're excited to be back on the Naramata Bench, and we're on location at Poplar Grove Winery. Our guests are Poplar Grove owner Tony Haller, co-owner and food and beverage manager Michael Siff. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. It's great to be back in Penticton. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, we're days away from Canada Day. I think it's going to be a huge weekend this year for a lot of Canadians. Uh, uh, just itching to get out. Can you feel that? Maybe I'll start with you, Michael, with the crowds and people trying to get into wineries. And- Absolutely. It, it definitely ramped up very quickly yeah. in the spring, and it's just been a constant trajectory towards now. And what's been amazing about throwing events again is people being able to celebrate in groups of more than six or 50 if there's a larger. So we're seeing those corporate events come back. Yeah. We're seeing weddings come back. 
Uh, we're seeing just somebody getting together for 25 people for a birthday. Yeah. And we're accommodating those as quickly as we can. And Okay, exciting. and I'm going to help you out here. People need a reservation to eat now anywhere in the Okanagan. You cannot walk up anywhere at 5 o'clock in the afternoon and get a table. I mean, unless you're willing to wait till 9.30 or 10. Right, right. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just crazy. It is. And, and people are so shocked. That, what? No no space? What's happening? Yeah. So get a reso, folks, no matter where you're going. Uh, and there are many places to go in, in uh, uh, Penticton. I mean, we're going to get to your place right away. But uh, there are a lot of opportunities now for people to dine uh, quality food. Wouldn't you say, Michael, the change has been really quick? Even in the, the few years I've been up for four now, uh, it has progressed quickly. And we have a lot of not only um, locations, but diversity of food as well. Yeah. Uh, Good for you guys. Uh, Tony, you just came back from, from London last month. Uh, do people still know us over there? They do, and uh, it's really, really interesting. Every time we go over there, a group of BC wineries goes over together to the Canada House tasting. It's always, we just get more and more press yeah. out of it, and people love the wines. You know, we're a cool climate wine region, and the wines show that. And you serve one of my favorite wines from, I think, one of the best vintages ever in B.C., uh, the 2016 Legacy. Yeah. And that, you knocked them out? We knocked them out. People drank that wine, and, you know, there's 20 people on this huge table, yeah. and everybody's going, yeah. Yeah, which is hard to do in London <laughs> it's to get hard anybody to, to say yeah. <laughs> no, exactly, you know, but uh, the wine really showed well, and, you know, we had... The BC wines in general, what they did in the dinner was interesting. They had a BC wine, and then they had a French wine or, a, you know, sort of an iconic wine from another region. Super interesting, because yeah. BC wines held up beautifully. Of course they good. would, yeah. 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 Hey, we're on location at the Nirmana Bench uh, Grape Escape, and our guests are Tony Haller. He's the owner co-owner at Poplar Grove and food and beverage manager Michael Ziff. Michael, what are some of the changes? There's a lot of things have changed, subtle changes here at Poplar Grove. What do people discover this summer now? This summer we get, well, Rob is our chef, our executive chef, and he's obviously created a whole new menu again, So and dynamically changing through the season as the farm produce comes in. Mm -hmm. So we get to look forward to that. We get to look forward to celebrating with more people at a table so we can handle groups of 12 now, one table, right. um, and events, as we said earlier. But I think generally it's just that feeling of openness that uh, I think people are excited about. Yeah. And obviously the changes over the last few years with what we're doing culinary-wise uh, in the um, in our space, in our restaurant space, so it's exciting. And Tony, you're prepared for any heat now with this fantastic uh, a cover, a very uh, environmentally friendly cover. Yeah, we th this translucent solar panel has, I mean, lowered the temperature on the patio d dramatically yeah. and produces power for this whole facility, which yeah. is fantastic. That's so great. Uh, okay, uh, you're going to release a wine. I think it's going to be released, uh, well, it's released just now, but for this weekend, people will be able to actually uh, pick this wine up or Absolutely. drink it at the winery. And you've done something really interesting with your rosé. Tell us about it. Well, one of the things that uh, was brought to our attention was that um, there are a whole group of um, wine drinkers who, or potential wine drinkers who won't drink wine because of the alcohol content. Mm -hmm. And so we thought, um, what if we produce a low alcohol version of the rosé 
Uh, but the problem was finding the right technology. Right. Because the old technologies separate everything, everything and yeah. reconstitute. Put it back together, yeah. So there's a t an Italian company that makes this super cool machine. Of course. <laughs> of course. It's Italian, right? Yeah. And um, it only takes alcohol out. It doesn't take anything. It doesn't. The aromas don't change, so it doesn't take the aromatics out, just alcohol. And so this is the product. Yep. And it's uh, 85 calories per glass at 8% alcohol. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, and you can't tell the difference in the color. Yeah. Uh, and there's just a little difference in the weight of the wine, which there should be, because should the be. alcohol kind of adds that weight. Yeah. yeah. So we're really excited about the product because, uh, you know, we in our research, we yep. found that there were a lot of different reasons that people didn't drink a regular alcohol wine. Yeah. And so we thought... Let's let's change oh, I'm, that. I'm sure it's going to be a big hit. That's uh, so. Poplar Grove has a Rosé Nouveau 2021. Right. I'm pushing for new low maybe in the future. <laughs> uh, and then the regular Rosé 21 release coming out. Uh, so that's kind of new and innovative. Uh, Michael, and you are going to have a chef now. You're going to host a chef and do something in in September. That's very right. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, how so can we do? What is it, and how can we get involved in that? Well, a couple of things that are happening uh, is that. We are also revisiting how we're going to access uh, and engage with our wine club members. So there's those yeah. events that are happening. Okay. Uh, and then one of those things is to start having guest chefs uh, and then reaching out to our members as well and to the general public. But I'm happy to say that our first guest chef is my old colleague from St. Lawrence Restaurant. Oh, wow. And, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting up here. Wow. So JC uh, Poirier from St. Lawrence Saint Restaurant Lawrence. is yeah. coming out to cook on September 16th with Chef Rob, and we're going to create this exciting menu and uh, and have people come out and enjoy it. Are you going to let Mr. Holler attend that dinner, or is he you, He's, you sold out already? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> wow. He gets I, I might have table. to pull rank here. <laughs> Holy smokes. Oh, that's fantastic. Yes. Yeah, I, you know, I think that the collaboration, I know, you know, for me, the, the worst thing in COVID for me was not having an international connection in the city or the province. Yeah. You've just been in London. I mean, it's reinvigorating to have people come and go out of the region, I think. Absolutely. And we've seen so much of that now contributing to the scene. It's got to be good. Did you learn anything at all uh, coming out of the pandemic that changed, that changed the way that you might operate or think about the way you do business? Well, you know, I, I don't think there's something, you know, a dramatic thing that we learned out of it because it does seem, just from our experience of this year, that we're very much going back to the way things work. Not yeah. completely, yeah. but we, we've noticed sales this year over the Internet are slowing as sales out of this facility are rising. Uh, are, are rising. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of interesting that... People still want the experience of the yeah. winery, right? Yeah. The experience of the winery is tr still the, critically the community, important. Eh? Yeah, the community yeah. and standing around talking to people. People, you know, people want that experience. So I think, I think uh, we we won't see it go completely back to the same. But I do think that, and we're seeing it already, Michael. When you look at the numbers in the tasting room. Mm -hmm. It started early this year. It started in February and March. We started seeing numbers that we'd never seen before. Yep. And people are still not internationally traveling. Yeah, they, no, they're not. They want they want the Okanagan experience. Yeah. 
Good for them. Uh, Michael, let's do a little housekeeping about times when the restaurants open, what lunch, brunch, dinners, how does that work now? Absolutely. So we uh, are operating five days a week in the restaurant. Uh, So Thursday lunch is from 1130 till 3. Okay. And that's Thursday through Sunday. Uh, sorry, Thursday through Monday. And then dinners are simply 5 till 9 p.m. Yeah. So it's two services per day, five days a week, closed on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Closed on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Okay. Should things change in the staffing, and uh, which everyone is experiencing, of course, yep. all over, uh, we will move towards seven days. Mm. But the winery is open seven, seven days, days a week yeah. for, for tasting and by buying wine, all that sort yeah. of stuff. It's open seven days a week, and uh, we open right now. We're open at eleven, right? That's great. And, and go till so six. six. And then um, that probably will change to 10 to 6. Mm-hmm. Your family's all well? All well. They're all I can't are rem- they all out in the vineyard or where, where are they all working? <laughs> Chris is over at ProWine. Okay. Yeah, so he's doing oh, the tasting fantastic. over at ProWine and he's having a good time. Yeah. Uh, the boys are seriously busy in the vineyards because we just had the leaves explode from the buds. So yeah. there's a ton of work coming up. Yeah. And I can't report any more grandkids. Last time we talked, yeah, you were, I told you were reporting one every show for about five years. <laughs> and then two last show, right? Yeah, exactly. So no, my seven grandkids are all doing well. Uh, they come out in the vineyard with me, not all seven, but they come in the vineyard. They're like two to four years old. Yeah. You'd be surprised how bossy they are. And they're very, I wonder where they get that from. Like, jeez. <laughs> Tony Holler, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, Thank you. And, and hosting the show here for the Pen- Visit Penticton people. It's great. Our pleasure. Great Thank venue. you very much. Michael, good luck with the crowds all summer. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. That was uh, Tony Holler. He's a co-owner at Poplar Grove and food and beverage manager Michael Ziff. We're coming to you from the Poplar Grove Winery. Up next, Annette Engel, co-founder of Maple Leaf Spirits. I'm Anthony Gizmani. This is BC Food and Wine Radio. There's more to come. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi. The flavors of the region come alive at 15 Park Bistro at Watermark Beach Resort in Asuyas. Enjoy lakeside dining inside or outside on the patio. Chef Nick Atkins and his team are ready to offer up top-notch, seasonal, and locally inspired menus to complement the unmatched views of beautiful Lake Asuyas. For an unforgettable dining experience, 15 Park Bistro is the lakeside place to be. Now open for breakfast Saturday and Sunday mornings at 8. To find out more, visit 15parkbistro.com. Clos de Soleil Winery knows that the best wines keep it simple. It's all about the grapes and the place where they are grown. Minimal handling, minimal intervention, maximum beauty in the bottle. Nestled in a sunny, stony corner of BC's Similkameen Valley, Clos de Soleil produces wines that blend the best of Bordeaux varieties with their unique terroir. The result? Wines that are elegant and effortlessly special. Tastings by appointment or by online. Online at clodesoleil.ca. Free shipping to BC and Alberta on orders of six or more bottles. The legend lives on. Three Finger Jack roamed the rugged, lawless gold country wilderness along the east ridge of Lodi in Old California, searching relentlessly for riches. The gold may be gone, but this wine, grown in the land where Jack rode, pays tribute to his outlaw nature. A bold Cabernet Sauvignon, truly worthy of that legendary name. Three Finger Jack, outlaw by nature. Discover the legend at a BC liquor store near you or visit threefingerjack.com. 
Your wine collection is your pride and joy. Years of searching and selecting has merited you an enviable list, but it's time to find a new home for some or all of your wine. As the only auction in Canada dedicated to fine wines and spirits, Iron Gate Auctions offers collectors a safe, inexpensive way to liquidate their collections online. They are experts in the field with the knowledge and acumen to maximize the return on your assets. To find out more, visit irongateauctions.com. From our Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. Now, back to Poplar Grove Winery on the Naramata Bench. Here's Anthony. Hello, British Columbia. We're on location at Poplar Grove Estate Winery on the Naramata Bench, overlooking the city of Penticton and Lake Okanagan. Our guest is Annette Engel, co-founder of Maple Leaf spirits and we've dragged uh, uh, Jorg up onto the stage as well, <laughs> reluctantly, but uh, so much involved. They own uh, Maple Leaf Spirits. The craft distillery was founded in 2004 and it's located on the Naramata Bench. Uh, welcome to the show, both of you. Thank you very much, thank Anthony. You. Yeah, thanks for coming here. by. Uh, well, let's start with how did Maple Leaf Spirits begin and when, when did it begin and why does it exist? Why does it exist? That's a big story. So yeah. we were new immigrants to Canada in 2001 and we wanted to do some something with the fruit that is all around us here in Penticton. We were really blown away with the apples and pears and peaches and yeah. apricots and all the wonderful fruit that we saw here. But we wanted to do something with the fruit. Um, so we started, the dist- we wanted to do a distillery in the tradition of our families from southern Germany, where yeah. we come from, where it's quite common to use the fruit from around the village to make a nice spirit or liqueur for, from it uh, to enjoy as a dessert in yeah. Yeah, and, with and, friends. And is it the fruit that might not get sent to market? Sort That's of right. Yes, yeah. often it's the seconds. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, that might have gone to waste. But so we are certainly reducing the waste mm-hmm. uh, of of food, and that is something that is totally our values. So we are doing beautiful spirits from uh, cherries, pears, plums, apples, and of course also from wine. Yeah. And uh, we're really happy with the wine brandy, how many awards it has been getting recently. The wine brandy, the, the lady of the cask. Yes, the lady <laughs> of the cask. Is that you? Is that you in disguise? I wish, but he said no, not really. <laughs> wow, he's a tough, tough mas- taskmaster there. But you know, I think I fit kind of. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. did you have a favorite? To, let's start with, let's say, liqueur in Germany. The the style. Did you have something that you were thinking about when you started here? Yes, actually, that's true. So, in our area where we come from, it is quite common to make liqueurs uh, from the fruit from the village. So, in small batches, small distilleries are doing that. It's often yeah. farmers who have that as a little side business, right. and they sell it at the fruit stand. Yeah. yeah. And when do people drink uh, something like that, the liqueur? Mm-hmm. What What is the best time to drink it besides all day or every Yeah, besides day? all day <laughs> <laughs> for breakfast. <Yeah. laughs> no, it's for dessert, after dinner. Or oh, I love it just with an ice cube when a busy day is over and I can sit on my beautiful patio overlooking the Naramada bench with some peach liqueur and just an ice cube in it. 
Wow. Relax. That sounds like fun. <laughs> and uh, this is a question because I'm not an expert in it. Is is the temperature you serve it at or room temperature? Or how do you do it? I, we serve our products all at room temperature. Yeah. Yes, we okay. don't put it, uh, don't freeze it or fridge, or put it in the fridge, but we certainly would put an ice cube in or have it over ice cream or fruit mm. salad, that kind of thing. Our guest is Annette Engel and Jorg Engel. They're co-founders of the Maple Leaf Spirits, uh, a rare subject on our show, but they are located on the Narramatta bench and uh, are making their way amongst many, many wineries. How, how do you interact with wineries, and what is the connection with what you're doing in wineries? So we have a lot of connections with the neighboring wineries, not only because we refer to each other. We, uh, well, we personally, we love the wines from around uh, the Narramatta bench for sure. Um, We also in winter distill for the wineries, which means that the pomace or the lees from the wineries uh, goes to us. We distill it for the for the wineries, and then they get their own alcohol back at about eighty percent alcohol. With that, they can then fortify their wines. Yep. So if you've tried a fortified wine here from British Columbia, yeah, it is highly likely <laughs> that you got some from that the alcohol was made in our distillery. Which is great. Yes, uh, it's great. I know. I have I have some friends in, in Portugal, serious uh, mm-hmm. port producers, and they get their. The, it took a while for them to decide that they would get their uh, their uh, alcohol from local producers. Uh, and they're, and in particular, they're getting organic now too. Are you, mm-hmm. are you doing any of that growing organically or is we it We grow our possible? own vineyard organically. Yeah. But not certified organic. We just do it because we believe in it. We, yeah. that's just our values to do it. So that's why. You, in the winters, I'm very busy in the vineyard, and, uh, yeah. Well, soon you may have to supply an organic, uh, uh, product back to the wineries that are growing their wines organically, which would be kind of fun. Yes, that would be a nice fun. market. You can put your price up, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we talked about liqueurs and spirits. Like, what else do you make at the winery? What, what is the range? Yeah, so we have Sorry, uh, not spirits. the winery, the distillery. Yes, <laughs> craft distillery. Yeah. We make spirits from all kinds of fruit that grows here in our neighborhood mm-hmm. the, on the Narramatta bench. Mm-hmm. That would be Bartlett pears. That would be crab apples, cherries, plums, apricots, peaches. And, of course, all kinds of different wines. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Pear Williams is very traditional in the Alps in Europe. Of and course. people love that. Um, so we have a lot of European customers, people who have immigrated to Canada in the last two generations. And when they see our Pear Williams, it totally reminds them of the original one from from Europe, wherever they come from. That cherry spirit was very popular this winter because we've been selling that to um, uh, shipping it out so people can order it on, on our website um, to use it for black forest cake, for cheese fondue, wow. for a board of charcuterie or in yeah. a hot coffee or tea, that kind of thing. So that's the Kirsch. Yeah, I, I, I suppose that you've noticed that Canadians are very, uh, they, they, they don't know a lot about all that style of cooking or uh, so that's starting to take off now. It has changed a lot in these years. So yeah. when we started 2004, well, we, like you said, people yeah. really didn't know what to do. Know with it. really what to do with it yeah. unless they had yeah. the experience from Europe. But now that has changed. People yeah. are really more interested specifically in what we're doing, knowledgeable, and they have a background knowledge for sure. And you have local chefs now using your product as well? Yes, uh, we do. We are very and happy. The, in Tinhon Creek, for example, Miradoro Restaurant has been using it. Yeah. Lake Breeze here on the Narramatta Bench has been using our Kirsch for their chocolate uh, fondue. Okay. Sweet dessert. So. <laughs> uh, 
I love that you're giving away secrets. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Jorg, you don't say much. Well, can you say anything about uh, your love for this product? Absolutely. <laughs> so, again, with the, the wineries, the connection to, to the wineries, we distill a lot for the wineries yeah. uh, for their own fortified wines. Yeah. Um, Will will they make something not called grappa or or is that a we cannot name it grappa here yeah. because we're not uh, not in Italy. Sh- shouldn't we come up with a name that, that yes. says we're Canadian? Or? Yes, absolutely. I came up with the name Skinny because it's made out of the skins of the grapes. So. Skinny, I like that. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I can help you out with that. <laughs> People think it makes them skinny, but uh, I yeah. know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Admet, I like the way you think. I like the way you think. Uh, okay, what about the experience? People come to the distillery. What can they do when they get to your place? How do they? Do you have tastings? How does it work? Yes, we have a beautiful patio outside where you can sit outside and overlook the Naramada bench mm-hmm. um, under the tree in the shade of a beautiful old tree. That's uh, where we do our tastings, preferably. Uh, right now in summer, I mean, that's the way to be. Just be outside and take it all in. Um, and then people can choose between four of our, right now it's 12 products that we have. Mm. And uh, then I'll pour four of them and then you can try and see which ones you like. Usually I see the people either enjoying the fruit spirits, the, the pear, the kirsch that I just talked about, but also the skinny pinot right. noir that we right. talked about. But we also have uh, the selection of three brandies. And there would be an, a, a plum brandy, an apple brandy, and the wine brandy. Wow. That is super cool to compare the, the different oak barrels, the different fruit in it, and the different age uh, yeah. levels. So the wine brandy, for example, was aged in French oak wine barrels for 11 years now. Wow. So that's an outstanding treat. Annette, when you say super cool, I'm really impressed. You yes. are totally into it. No. Uh, are you, you obviously are enjoying Canada. Oh, we love it for sure. Yeah, great <laughs> We are in the best place in Canada yeah. as well, yeah. Uh, tell people where you are. They might not know exactly where you are mm-hmm. on the bench. Can you yeah. benchmark it a bit? Where's yeah. your location? Well, about two minutes from Pablo Grove Winery. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> on the Naramada bench. Hard to so, miss. Hard to miss, yeah. I can walk from, from City Hall Penticton to my place within an hour. Okay. On the KVR. So we are on the KVR, uh, yeah, people, but also on the Naramada bench. So, just so you can walk the KVR and just jump off and yes. have a tasting. Yes, you can. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Listen. Yeah. I want to say also that the wine brandy just won best in class at the Canadian Artisan Spirits Competition for the second time. Wow. And we're very excited You're that for a small distillery like us, just the two of us, so we don't have investors, we don't have nothing. It's just us and our children. That and is that so we great. Could, uh, Bring out a wine brandy that is now deemed for the second time wow. the best in Canada. So impressive. Yes. You know, I only learned, young, a long time ago, I learned a little bit of South African brandy mm-hmm. and a little, and then Torres makes fabulous brandy in Spain. Mm-hmm. And I, before that, I thought no one else made brandy but the French, you know. So, yeah. so now we have one and yes. it's award winning. It is best in class. Listen, yes. thanks so much for joining us today. It was a real pleasure meeting you. Thank you very yeah, much, Andy. I'll come by and see pleasure. you. We'll do a tasting on the patio. Yes, that thanks would be awesome. <laughs> okay. That, <laughs> Thank you. That was Annette uh, Engel. She's a co-founder along with uh, Jorg Engel of Maple Leaf Spirits. We're coming to you from Poplar Grove Winery. They're only two minutes away on the bench. Up next, Aisha and Michael Barlett. They're owner-operators of the very famous Alma Restaurant in Penticton, right on the beachfront. I'm Anthony Gismani. This is BC Food and Wine Radio. There's more to come. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi. 
Penticton, the hub of the South Okanagan, a place where you can take your time to enjoy our beautiful weather and perfect patio season. Visit almost 100 area wineries, cideries and distilleries, eight craft breweries and world-class locally sourced restaurants too. It's the perfect destination for a relaxing getaway. But before you go, make sure to check the website for information on wine tours, tasting room and restaurant hours, or for more trip inspiration. Go to visitpenticton.com. Summer in the Okanagan. Great food, fine wine, fabulous views. You can have it all at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery and the Modest Butcher Restaurant in West Kelowna. Enjoy the stunning vistas while wine tasting outside on the patio. Or step inside the Modest Butcher for some delicious new summer dishes from the menu. Online tasting bookings and table reservations are recommended due to limited seating. Just go to mtboucherie and modestbutcher.com. The legend lives on. Three Finger Jack roamed the rugged, lawless gold country wilderness along the east ridge of Lodi in Old California, searching relentlessly for riches. The gold may be gone, but this wine, grown in the land where Jack rode, pays tribute to his outlaw nature, a bold Cabernet Sauvignon, truly worthy of that legendary name, Three Finger Jack, outlaw by nature. Discover the legend at a BC liquor store near you or visit threefingerjack.com. Today's real estate landscape is fast-paced and complex. Now more than ever, whether you're a buyer or a seller, it's vital to work with a professional real estate company like Remax. Lean into their experience, local market knowledge, and connections. They are your market experts and are excited to help you make your dreams a reality. The right agents for today's market are at Remax with offices in Summerland, Penticton, and Asuyus. Call or visit them at YourSouthOkanaganHome.com. Hello, I'm Anthony Gismondi, and after four decades in the wine business, I know that the wine you like is always the best one for you. Anyone who tells you differently is simply wrong. The trick is how to get there. My advice? Try as many different wines as possible to discover your favorites. We evaluate about 3,000 wines a year at GismondiOnWine.com to help you sort through the clutter in the market, and we make it easy to search through our results. After all, life is way too short to drink bad wine. So why not give us a go at GismondiOnWine.com? From the Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia Studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. On location on the Naramata Bench at Poplar Grove Winery. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia. We're on location at Poplar Grove Winery today, uh, but we're talking about much more than wineries this week, as you may have uh, gathered by the show. And our next guests are running one of the toughest restaurants to get in in Penticton. <laughs> Just ask me. Uh, our guests are Aisha and Michael uh, Barlick, and they're the owners of Elma Restaurant uh, on Penticton's Lakeshore Drive. Welcome to the show. Great to have you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thanks for coming by. Uh, it was really tough getting a hold of you guys. You're so busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Turkish food, Penticton. I don't know. Let's start there. Well, how, sure. how did you How did you arrive here and, and decide that Turkish food would be the thing that would sell? Well, um, both of my parents are Turkish. Okay, and, um, that's a good start. That's a good start. Yeah. yeah. Um, when my father uh, immigrated to uh, Canada way back in '68, he eventually made his way to uh, the Okanagan, and uh, he purchased what is now the Black Sea Motel on mm -hmm. Lakeshore Drive. Yeah. And uh, it didn't take long for him to realize that there was no restaurant on the lake and that was serving 
any kind of food. Anything, yeah, anything, you know, and um, having that Mediterranean, um, you know, ideas of... Yeah, where they're all over the place. All over the place, absolutely. You're on the lake, it's, you know, it was the hottest, it still is, but back then, especially the hottest vacation spot in British Columbia, and Mm -hmm. I think even Western Canada. Yeah. So he took it upon himself to turn one of the cabins that were on the property into a one-level restaurant. Mm-hmm. And um, attempted to operate it, and it went from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it went from there. <laughs> what what date would that have been? He built it in. Um, by the time it was finished, it was eighty seven, nineteen eighty seven. Okay. Yeah, and like today, very difficult to find employees. Yes. Um, you know, trying to run a restaurant and a motel at the same time with two small children, mm-hmm. uh, not easy. And um, then what essentially happened was he decided to lease it out. And um, Rob Wiley, who essentially um, was running Salties, right. that's where it got its start. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Now you are there. Now we're there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's changed a bit, too. It's bigger. It has. It's gone we, up in the air. Tell us about that. Yeah. So we, uh, we decided in um, 2015. Mm-hmm. That we wanted to move back to Penticton, and it was my father's dream to always build a bigger, nicer, modern restaurant. Mm-hmm. And um, so, at that time, we were both living in Vancouver, both working there, and we um, had just found out that we were pregnant. So it was a lot of big decisions, and it made sense for us to come back to Penticton, where my family is here, have mm-hmm. that family support, but then also be able to start taking over the family business and yeah. the restaurant was the first big jump that we took good for you yeah. well let's talk turkish why did we go in there what what is <laughs> like what, what do people know or what what do they need to know about turkish food do they need to be afraid to go in there what is it that they're going to be served yeah no i <clears throat> i guess the it's a very uncommon food and culture in canada and yeah. i guess you'd say western canada for sure a little bit more of an influence and um uh, availability on the East Coast, you know, Toronto, Montreal, sure. mm-hmm. um, New York, but very few and far between where we're from here. So I guess the education initially was to try and keep the menu um, as westernized as we possibly could. Yeah. And as we started to speak to more people in the industry and the local market, we just yeah. found that there was a want and a need for something a little bit different and, yep. a, and a niche market and something so, more authentic yeah exactly yeah. so we yeah so we we'd use comparisons to a lot of um, you know uh, Western European food Spanish Portuguese mm-hmm. that type of style of dining uh, also Greek Lebanese Mediterranean so right. fresh seafood meats produce uh, grill uh, lots of flavor not hot food not spicy food but a lot of layers of yeah. flavor and, and is it a sharing concept too? yeah like exactly you, you order things and ideally in a perfect world for our concept would be you know a table would come in you know two people six eight ten and we just kind of serve it family style so everybody gets a little bit of a taste of everything that we have to offer right but the 
other side of that, we, we do accommodate <laughs> yeah. people who are wanting to come in and just have very specific things that they want to eat as well. Our, our guests are Aisha and Michael Barlak, and they're the owners of Elmer Restaurant in Penticton. Uh, I'm interested in Turkish coffee. Do people order it now? Do you serve <laughs> it? Uh, it's actually always served as Turkish coffee. We don't do, there's no drip coffee program, no decaf coffee program. That's so great. <laughs> and can you describe a Turkish coffee to someone who yeah. might not know I think what I should, it is? Yeah, I should yeah, probably be better well, at that one. Yeah. Um, I mean, a Turkish coffee is very similar to an espresso um, so it's when how it's made is traditionally in a copper what we call a jezve and it's this little copper pot yeah. uh, on the stove on a very low heat um, with you know your water your Turkish coffee and it's depending on how you how sweet you'd like it uh, in Turkey they ask you if you want it simple half sweet or sweet and that mm -hmm. really depends on the, the sugar cubes that they that they, they toss put in, in there, there yeah. Yeah. yeah and so on that low heat it just kind of like a very slow simmer mm -hmm. and then froth is up right and before yeah. it boils you have to catch it yeah <laughs> and it's unfiltered that's the biggest thing too yeah. yeah so when you get to the bottom you get all the sort of the coffee grinds there that's when you know to stop drinking when you start to feel it mm. the, the bitterness <laughs> hit your, your your lips a little bit and uh, you mentioned earlier that what the dish that you sell the most or that's the most ordered was is it the flatbread yeah, or, or, uh, or our pide. signature dish would, mm -hmm. would be what we would call a pide, which is yep. um, a long uh, flatbread, kind of like in the shape of a boat. Um, traditional fillings would be what we would call sujuk, which is a cured beef sausage yeah. with chemin, yeah. uh, pasturma, which is almost like a uh, prosciutto, but beef again, yeah. um, and uh, and then we do we've we've modernized it a little mm -hmm. bit, uh, taken some inspiration from some some new age Turkish restaurants throughout the world, and we've sure. we've created new pides with our 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 uh, kitchen team and our chef to kind of just expand that flavor profile and program with mm. that dish specifically. And do you collaborate with BC wineries or is it beer or what 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 is the video? <laughs> well, I, uh, we, yeah, uh, we at the moment we don't. We we feature out some international wine here or there, but since we opened, we're, all of our wine has been yeah. uh, local Okanagan mm -hmm. for the most part. And it's uh, a good match. Yeah, and beer is beer as well. Uh, yeah. Local suppliers. Um, uh, yeah, we want to be supporters in the community just as much as we want to be supported. So yeah. it's important for us here. Okay, let's get to the tough part. How do we get in this place? <laughs> <laughs> because everybody talks about it, but it's not easy. I don't think it's easy, but maybe it is. So. Uh, yeah, I know it's uh, we. So when we first opened, we, you know, we were again, we opened in 2019, about six months before COVID hit. And then when COVID shut everybody down, we mm -hmm. reopened and we took our time a little bit, just kind of pulled back to evaluate, you know, what we were doing right, what we could improve on, reservation mm -hmm. system, all that was a part of that yep. conversation. So right. we are we are implementing a reservation system. It will be limited through the summertime just because of so the way summer walking. is. Yeah. But as we kind of roll into the off season again, we'll have that system set up. And it's uh, it's actually a pretty amazing system. It's called TOCK, T-O-C-K. Yep. Sure. Yeah, uh, which a lot that. of other uh, Poplar Grove mm -hmm. uses and a few others in the industry. So we're excited about that, and that yeah. should, uh, we're hoping that eases a little bit of the pressure on our door team and our host team and gives them some yeah. more support on the, <laughs> on the reservation and, side. And if I walk in, what's the wait? I should expect to wait like half an hour or more no, regularly, a, or it just depends on? It completely depends on the time of day, the, the day season. of the week, the season. Mm -hmm. yeah. But again, the weather. We, yeah, the weather. Mm -hmm. So our idea with that is to, in the summertime or from June through September, 
Uh, it's actually started a little bit earlier this year, too, May, because it's been really busy uh, for everybody here, which is great to see. Mm-hmm. But um, we, like we said, we, we do limited reservations. We leave majority of the restaurant open for a walk-in. So, okay. But if you're coming Saturday night at 7 o'clock with you know, five or six people, yeah. it might be a little bit of a wait. Yeah. 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 Well, Canada Weekend coming up. Uh, I know you're going to be super busy, but uh, people, you should check out Alma Restaurant. Uh, and have a little Turkish food while you're in Penticton. I think that's so cool to have that available. And uh, and maybe get some teaching. You talk to people about the food in the restaurant and help them out, right? Absolutely. Yep. Yep. We're there for that. We're there every day. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Thank you. Real pleasure to meet you. And I'm sure we're going to get in that restaurant maybe before we leave the valley. <laughs> we look forward to it. Aisha and Michael Barlick, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having really, us. Really uh, happy to have you. The owners of Elma Restaurant on Lakeshore Drive in Penticton. Coming up next, from Poplar Grove Winery, we reconnect with Krista Lee McWater. She's the GM at uh, Time Family of Wine. We're going to talk more about what you can do and explore and find in the Penticton region. I'm Anthony Gismani. You're listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. There's lots more still ahead. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. The most exciting club in the Okanagan is Summerhills Organic Wine Club. When you become a member, you'll receive 24 bottles per year of sommelier-curated organic wines. Enjoy preferred pricing and free delivery. Plus, members earn double gratitude points, which gives 20% of each order back in your pocket. Get insider information on Summerhill's new releases and special events. Enjoy the flavors of Summerhill. Join the Organic Wine Club at summerhill.bc.ca. Sun, water, soil. Organically farmed and made in collaboration with Mother Nature, Liber's terroir-focused small lot wines capture the essence of the Okanagan and Similkameen Valleys. Join the wine club to receive delivery of award-winning wines, new releases in spring and fall, early access to library wines, complimentary tastings, and more. Liber Farm and Winery looks forward to hosting you in their spacious covered wine garden in Asuyas. Discover more at liberfarm.com. Simply great wines. The legend lives on. Three Finger Jack roamed the rugged, lawless gold country wilderness along the east ridge of Lodi in Old California, searching relentlessly for riches. The gold may be gone, but this wine, grown in the land where Jack rode, pays tribute to his outlaw nature. A bold Cabernet Sauvignon, truly worthy of that legendary name. Three Finger Jack, outlaw by nature. Discover the legend at a BC liquor store near you or visit threefingerjack.com. Take a break from the hustle and bustle of the big city and relax in the beautiful and peaceful South Okanagan. Enjoy fantastic wine and culinary offerings throughout the region, including 180 of BC's finest wineries, from Summerland's Bottleneck Drive to the Naramata Bench to Okanagan Falls and Skaha Lake's Heart of Wine Country down to Oliver Osuyas Wine Country. Before you go, look for community information, wine regions, and more trip inspiration at visitsouthokanagan.com. From our Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. Now, back to Poplar Grove Winery on the Naramata Bench. Here's Anthony. Hello, British Columbia from Lake Country to the north of us in Skaha and Okanagan Falls just down south. We're on location at Poplar Grove Winery on the Naramata Bench, and our guest is Crystal Lee McWaters. 
she's the general manager at Time Family of Wine, but probably uh, among uh, one or two of the first ladies of wine in, in uh, the Okanagan. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Tony. It's always a pleasure to see you. We thought you'd be the perfect person to talk to about things to do in uh, on the Naramata bench and in the region, uh, maybe even starting at, at Time Winery. Uh, with Canada Day coming up, you have a brand new uh, patio people can discover. We do at the winery. We're located right downtown, so 361 Martin Street, located in the old movie theater that we've renovated into a winery, and we've renovated the patio and expanded it and offering a number of new tasting opportunities there at the winery. And you can sit outside. and uh, Well, you fit the sort of foot, pedal, paddle theme of uh, Penticton tourism because you can walk. Say even for, we're down at the lakeside. What that's about a six-minute walk. To exactly. Your place. No, that's exactly. And part of when we built the winery there, that was really what it was about: is being let's go to where some of the people are. So yeah. we really encourage people to you know drop your car off, go and visit the wineries, go and spend the day doing whatever it might be. There's so many things to do in the South Okanagan, mm. whether it's rock climbing or wine touring or paddle boarding. Drop off your car afterwards and then come and walk around downtown. We've got amazing experiences between mm-hmm. all of the different breweries. We've got some cideries without in walking distance. We're a winery down there. We've got a new distillery that's opening as well. So yeah. we are a foot, uh, you know, passport program that you can do all downtown. Bike lanes now connect the two lakes. Yes, absolutely. So you don't just have to float between lakes now. You can actually go down the bike lanes. You can exactly bike. We're only three blocks to the lake. It's also in Penticton. You can, you know, take whether it's a beer from one of your local craft breweries or from a winery and take it and enjoy it on the beach. Because it's legal here. It is legal here in Penticton. Yeah. All the more reason to come and visit us, right? exactly. (laughs) Now, your father was a legend, uh, Harry McWaters in the region, and, yes. and uh, so you know a lot about houseboats, too. I do know a lot about houseboats. You do remember being on my dad's houseboat oh, a number yeah. of times, yes, right? Yes, uh, so. always an experience. Oh, but, never dull, that's yeah. for sure, with my dad. But that's I never knew what a houseboat was till I came to British Columbia. Exactly. And I thought, wow, this is interesting. Yeah. What so happens when it gets windy? It's uh, Well, you try to get off the lake quickly, because it's a big lake, but no, another great water sport for us to do that's a little more relaxed, right? There's some great patio boats. You get yeah. some amazing scenery. I mean, what better way to spend the summer afternoon in the Okanagan? Well, what did your father teach you about tourism? <laughs> what did my father teach me about <laughs> tourism? Well, I had to take the BC Superhost program when I was 12, so I was wow. actually the youngest person to ever take the Superhost program. Okay. Uh, so really, tourism is all about hospitality. It's mm-hmm. like welcoming people into your house. You always greet them. You want to make sure that they have a great time. And so to me, that's what he always instilled in us, is no different welcoming guests to our community is exactly like welcoming them into our house. Winery, yeah. Yeah. So uh, there is a program here, a tourism program, where the members are supposed to, uh, you know, treat you well, as you say, and uh, do their thing. And then they're supposed to recommend uh, perhaps what you would do in the afternoon or the evening. Are, it, are you up for that? Absolutely. I would, I would hope that we don't even need a program to tell us to do that because right. that's really been the way that we've grown up is absolutely you want people to come and visit us. First of all, we want them to come and visit the Okanagan. Mm-hmm. Second of all, yes, obviously you want them to come and visit your establishment. But once they have, please recommend them to your friends, to the to the other wineries, the breweries, the other experiences. It's really about giving our guests the entire South Okanagan experience, and especially mm-hmm. here in Penticton, because hopefully they'll come back. And because yeah. you can't do it all in one trip, we have no. so many amazing things no. here in Penticton. And I think things have changed a lot uh, since uh, you guys got going way back when. 
Uh, <laughs> a little bit since 1979, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, particularly for me, the number of people here. And so you got to get organized. A lot yes. of people need reservations now to visit wineries, to go to restaurants, to do anything. Yeah, I would definitely recommend that. I mean, especially it's busier now these days, but especially since the you know COVID has started, it is a little bit different visitor experience. Yeah. But I think it's amazing because it's not you know in a winery four bodies deep and belly up to the bar. It's really about, you know, making some reservations, planning your day so that you can have the best experience. A mm-hmm. lot of the wineries are offering sit-down tastings that are more one-on-one and really more curated uh, tasting experiences. So you're going to just enjoy it that much more. Yeah. Uh, well, Chris Lee, it's always fun to talk to you about uh, what's going on in, in this area of the Okanagan. It's busy everywhere now and in the Samil Camino as well. Uh, but it's fun to catch up with you, and you brought a little friend along with you today. Your, I your, did. Your stepdaughter. I did, yes. This is Emery. Hi, Emery. Can you say hello to the audience? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so Emery's our next generation of tourism ambassadors, right? She's helping me at the winery already. I started you, at nine, you, and she's eight. Are you signing eight, her so. up for the course? Oh, uh, I've already told her, right? We just walked through the winery, through the kitchen. She's going to yep. uh, be working in there in no time, right? Yeah. <laughs> Serving it right, as we exactly, say. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, You Tony. too, Emery. Good luck with school next year. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Well, that was Crystal Lee McWater. She's the general manager of Time Family of Wines. And that's it for today's show. Special thanks to our production team, including our on-site producer, Justin Kwan, and our studio producer, Dwayne Bishop, assignment producer, Sherry Caleb, and our director of operations, Stu Ferguson. Join us next week when we travel just up the road to Hillside Winery here on the Naramata Bench. I'm Anthony Gismondi, and for all of us at the show, thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week across the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. That's it for today's show. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi.